Hi, I'm Nathan Gallagher, arts editor at the Queen's Journal. In this week's episode of The Scramble, I speak to Patrick Downey about his late brother Gord's final years with the Tragically Hip and his last solo album, Away Is Mine. This last solo album um, would have to have been recorded like three years ago, right? And, uh, you know, it's almost three years to the to the day of the anniversary of Gord's passing. So what, what was your um, involvement in, in seeing this album come together? I was Gord's uh, you know, primary uh, caretaker for the last uh, three years uh, of his life. And, you know, we... Are, I basically, you know, rock, rode shotgun in all the, everything he did in terms of just um, allowing him the ability to, to you know, write and work his, uh, all his stuff. And then recording and through all that recording and, you know, the record was more or less done by the time he left the studio um, for the most part. And then really, you know, we've, sat on all this time and and i just picked up where gord left off in terms of just getting the record to its you know um to its final audience so like in terms of the work that he did and then you picking up where he left off like what what exactly did that look like what what else had to be done on on this album well i don't know how uh, familiar you are for you know um putting a record together but you know with uh, there's um, many things you have to do with the record company, uh, all the album artwork, all the um, thinking behind um, singles, release dates, uh, promotion, uh, no mastering. We had to master it uh, out in Los Angeles at a place called the Bakery. Um, you know, we're we're finalizing mixes. You know, it's everything that goes into you know making a record, which is you know, as I learned, is quite extensive. Right. And um, how did you decide when the right time would be to release this? Well, we really didn't decide. I think we just um, you know there was so much going on in terms of you know just coping with the loss of Gord and all the things and all the tributes and all the things that we didn't, we don't really have any control over as, you know, um, keepers of uh, his, his legacy. So we waited uh, patiently to, for the time to present itself. And, um, you know, it just seemed like the right time. Right, I see. And, and you mentioned like you were, you were there riding shotgun with him in the final years. And, you know, it, it seems from my perspective that, that those were very busy times like he did he basically was working non-stop um because not only was there these recordings but there was the final album with the hip there was the final tour there was another album that he did introduce yourself so what was that like with him you know, basically doing the work non-stop what, what was the experience of that like um well really the the pace um at which gord works didn't didn't really change that much you know previous to him and his illness you know he he is a guy that had a tremendous work ethic and really um had a way of seamlessly um weaving it into his life and you know you see you hear that maybe in in some of the recordings but i've been with him when when even prior to him 
getting sick and um he works tirelessly on all those kind of details that we just talked about making records making you know uh, contacts people and um that put on the show every detail he's a very detail-oriented guy so you know it would you from the moment he wakes up to you know when he goes to bed he seems to be always um doing something right and it would seem like for the love of doing it is is probably like what the, his motivation was. Yeah, I mean, Gord, uh, you know, it was everything. It uh, it was his therapy and his joy, and you know, his language. It was how it gave him, you know, the ability to express, uh, you know, not just his gratitude, but you know, some of his own life's mysteries and try to figure it out on the on the on the page. Yeah, like this final album is is a very personal album. The lyrics, you know, they seem to be coming from a very personal place for Gord. So what can you talk to me a bit about like some of the emotions for you behind that and and behind listening to these recordings? You know, I it's not uh, you know in the in the time since Gord passed, you know, it it's something that you know, I would only reach for when I knew I I could actually hear it you know um and at times it's it's super soothing and and uh it gives me a lot of solace and at other times it can be kind of painful and you know it it's really time that's given me uh uh you know separated a lot of the you know the history or the you know thinking about Gord's state of mind or where he was at while while you know we were in the last in the home stretch and um for now, it, it, what I hear is is a man that's um, you know spent his whole life trying to express himself in song, and you know in this particular instance he was faced with a you know a very uh, uncertain future, um, you know right. fraught with fear and loneliness and and all kinds of things, and I I see a guy that's kind of you know uh, pretty pretty reconciled and and uh, at peace and. I guess, uh, you know, Nathan, that gives me a lot of peace as well. That's, that's very good to hear. And yeah, it's a, it's a very good album. It's just I'm like, like it. yeah, I, I really, really enjoy it a lot. I Am Lost, the acoustic is one of, it's one of my favorites on there. Like, how do you feel about this album, like in comparison to his other, his other work, like Introduce Yourself or the final hip album or any of the other stuff that he's done? Like, where do, where do you place this one? Well, um... Obviously, at the end, <laughs> but I, uh, you know, I, I actually hear a lot of, you know, I was very close with Gord through making and mixing of all, all the last records that he put out, including, you know, the last hip record, and and I hear a lot of themes and and motifs uh, and and things like that coming up, um, surfacing even earlier than this this last record and you know in many ways I, I feel like some of these things it's you know if they're part of a trilogy or something longer that this is these were some nice um nice uh you know finishing touches of something that may have you know in terms of a real creative output started you know um some time ago right absolutely so were these i know you mentioned that they they went to la for like the final mastering um but the actual like vocals and the, and the acoustic was that all recorded at the bathhouse? Yeah, um, everything was recorded at the bathhouse. In fact, you know, we went before we took it out to be mastered. 
we had decided we were going to do a full production version and then a more acoustic version. But really, the acoustic version is is the same performance, but just with with the stripped down mix. Right. Okay. So it's essentially um, these are kind of you know they're not the same songs, but they are the same songs. It just shows you the potential of what a song can actually uh, be. Right, because just like the the vibe from the acoustic to, and then the same song in the electric form, like it's very very different sounding, even though it is the same beat and everything. Yeah, totally. Um, you know, these songs can really change. They can go from kind of perhaps more somber lullabies to more like upbeat, um, you know, uh, grooves. Yeah, absolutely. So how how close together, like if you can give me a bit of a timeline, was this work done? Like, you know, he did Introduce Yourself, Secret Path. There was the final tour. How, how close together did the, all these recordings happen? Well, actually, Secret Path um, was recorded back in 2013, and he sat on it because he just thought it would have a much bigger impact if he could put it out with some uh, more muscle behind it and, and also to culminate in, in acknowledging the uh, 50th anniversary of Cheney Winjack's death. Right. So that was done in 2013, and then um, he did the Man Machine poem album and then he got sick and then he went on the tour the final tour was a hip and then he did the subsequent shows to wrap up Secret Path and then um, really actually I think Introduce Yourself was written and recorded before the Man Machine poem tour sorry back in January of what's that 2016 then the Man Machine poem tour I'm, I'm correcting myself and then in April of 20, 2017, he wrote Away Is Mine and then recorded it in July. So Away Is Mine is really like is really the last thing that he recorded, though. Yes, it is. Yeah, so my final question, then, I guess, is just basically talked me through a bit more about, like, what that energy was like at the bathhouse. Because and, and, I, I can imagine, like, obviously, that it, it must have been must have been sad and there must have been, like, a feeling of, of being near the end but was there was there any like joy and 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 positive reflection you know surprisingly or not surprisingly we kept things very normal and and strove to keep everything as normal as possible and i guess that's where you know the work comes in because that that was the most normal thing for gord so in actual fact we didn't really do too much with a lot of heavy sadness the subtext is always there you know right you know, we didn't know when that when that final time was going to come. And until that time, we weren't spending any of it, you know, or, or at least certainly not trying to spend too much of it thinking about about him dying. Right. I can understand that. Yeah. So those those are all the questions I have for you. That's perfect timing. I, I really appreciate you speaking with me about this. And it was a great privilege to be able to listen to this this album. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, I, I, it's meant to be, you know, listened to as a, as a whole record. I feel I'm excited that people uh, can actually hear the whole thing tomorrow. Yeah, I mean that's that's always like the best experience with music is to, like, as it's intended, sit down, and listen to it from front to back, the whole yeah. album. Yeah, enjoy it, Nathan. Man, it was a, it was a nice meeting you. Yeah, you as well, Patrick. All right, take care. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening. That was Patrick Downey reflecting on the legacy of his brother, Gord Downey, a Canadian icon. 
Now for your headlines. This week, a student spoke out after Art History 292 offered no course material for the final six weeks of classes. Following months of COVID-19 travel restrictions, Queen's has begun welcoming international students back to Kingston. Principal Patrick Dean recorded a virtual tour of his family's hobby farm, introducing his five dogs, ten chickens, and many goats and sheep to the Queen's community, and talking about the importance of a work-life balance. For features, Aisha Tabassum spoke with women at Queen's about living with an eating disorder while at university. Produced by Lauren Thomas and Francesca Lim, and executive produced by Rachel Heisinga and Matt Skase.